I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I know what you are. Say it. Ow. Hello and welcome to Where You Been Loca, episode three. I'm Marissa. I'm Kayla. And I'm Mariana. Today we're covering chapter three of Twilight entitled Phenomenon. Before we begin, I have to ask the same question. Where have you Loka's been? Still nowhere. I think my answer is always going to be nowhere. Okay. <laughs> I made some more banana bread. This time it's peanut butter banana bread. Mm. <laughs> We have banana bread every week in this house. I, I literally walked in and they were like, you want some banana bread? <laughs> Peanut butter this time. Yeah, when we recorded last week, we were like, oh, Ariana, we have brownie, brownie banana, banana bread. bread. Do you want some? <laughs> the week before it was regular. It's like, we just have a hard time with bananas here, okay? So just <laughs> Which is crazy because I love a I, banana. I love banana bread, though. Oh, me too. I love yeah. a banana and banana bread, so... I like banana bread with nuts always, with walnuts. I thought about it, but I figured the peanut butter was like enough. Mm. You know, I just like a, I just like a crunch in my banana bread. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Noted. I'll make sure the next one's crunchy. In case yep. anyone was next wondering, <laughs> Marissa likes a crunch in her banana bread. So if you send us fan food mail, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's F F F M for short. <laughs> I guess it's too many apps. Fan food. Um, yeah. Mail. Okay. We feel so inclined to do so. Can we? we have yet to purchase a P.O. box, so <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> yes. You can just text us for our address um, because the only people listening to this podcast are people we know. So if you feel like you want to send us something, just ask and we'll tell you our address Perfect. to our home. Yes. But you the point is <laughs> walnuts. Yes. Crunch. A crunch. In your savory bread, always. A, a crunchy nut bread. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, I also watered the plants. Everybody's looking good. Mm. So happy. Mm-hmm. That's I exciting. Um, I have worked on the project proposal for work and protocol for one of our little tasks. Wait, that's cool. You didn't tell me about that. Yeah. Well, I just did it this week. Cool. I, this is the first time I think I've seen you all week. Actually, that's accurate. <laughs> So, yeah, it's just nice to, like, do something different. Yeah. 
So that's been fun, sort of. Um, I reached out for a tattoo appointment. Oh, oh my god, so did I. Wait a minute. No Wait, way. I also did. Who, yeah, I'm so excited. Um, yeah, so I just emailed them this morning and they said they have availability next week. <gasps> so it's what like are you getting? Really soon. Oh my Where's god, are you gonna go? No, it's not a surprise. Um, yeah, I'll probably go just because like I keep talking about it and not and then not going actually to going it. to get it yeah so i'm gonna get a little crescent moon with a cat sitting in it so fitting with flowers around the moon on my side thigh mm-hmm. <laughs> on, her, on, her, on her side butt kind <laughs> of side thigh butt mm-hmm. <laughs> um for my cat comet oh so that. cute i'm actually so excited to I see it i do also want to get little potted plants but I think I might save that for the tattoo convention. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I have to put in a request off. Yes. But yeah. We're going out tonight. Yes, mm-hmm. we are. So I'm really excited. So instead of recording hungover, Woo-hoo. we're recording sober. <laughs> uh, we're pre-gaming actually right now. Which is yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I am coming off a 70-hour work week. That is sickening, dude. It's disgusting. I am actually currently sitting with my work laptop open in my podcast laptop open <laughs> exposing yourself professional multitasker here get you a girl who can do both oh my god well somebody's already got you that's true hey oh, yeah. in case you want to know what that was you have to listen to episode two <laughs> no spoilers on our personal lives <laughs> yeah don't jump in on chapter three that's just weird yeah mm-hmm. um i have a funeral to go to tomorrow that took a turn that really Mm -hmm. took a turn yeah see i'm happy you guys are doing good my life's a little weird right now oh my god (laughs) yeah you're riding the highs and the lows Mm -hmm. sorry to hear that you know what it's okay that's life it's also ironic because there's like no death in the book we're reading (laughs) (laughs) there most certainly is death well there is but like vampires don't die no, no, but, but Waylon dies. Harry dies. Okay, Who? you know what? Oh, Harry. Yeah, yeah. I was Laurent, like, Victoria. Yeah, but James. at least not in the first book. In the first book, it's only Waylon, right? And like some security guard down a mace. Mason. Down a mace. Down in. <laughs> down. I'm sorry. Down in Mason. Like I didn't know they named the security guard. <laughs> Donna Don- Mace. Mace, the security guard. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's that's my life at the moment. We're gonna brand the mood, so Marissa, take it away, please. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking it and I'm running running with it. Um, yeah, I had a you know what? I had a really satisfying week at work because I finally got to do something I've been talking about since I got to my job, which is reorganizing all of the drawers at um, Cash Wrap, and they're glorious. I mean. This has been, like, your pride and joy, I feel like, for the past, like, couple of weeks. And no, it has been. But I haven't really had the ability to, like, do it because we had Proto and then we had Inventory, but it was holiday before that. So it was just, like, Ooh, every time that. I started to organize it a little bit, I could only organize, like, the tiniest thing, like, putting all the pens together and taking the pencils out and putting the pencils next to them instead. So this time I actually got to take all week. I know it sounds insane that it took a whole week to do this, but... Well, you're doing other things. It was fucking, yes. I mean, I wasn't solely focused on this, but it was. Just spending like eight hours a day putting pens next to pencils. Could you fucking imagine? (laughs) No, but everything has a label. So that's really exciting. That was like a fun work win. Um, On the other side of that, though, my manicure is chipping. And as we're sitting here, an entire fingernail just came off in a sheet. Like the, I'm sorry, the gel came off, not my actual fingernail. 
<laughs> I'm really sorry. And then um, not for nothing, like I'm getting my lashes filled next week and I'm kind of annoyed because my I needed to get them filled this week. It looks like I have like five eyelashes on my one eye and it's annoying. It's annoying because the girl I usually see, Gianna, I'm obsessed with her. She does an amazing job. She's so good. She gets me so full. And by the time the third week rolls around, which is when I usually go, I'm really not that like I have like pretty good retention, so I'm not that bald. Bald. Yes. <laughs> However, it's I just couldn't, so funny the way you talk about your eyelashes. <laughs> I know, You're but not bald. <laughs> I couldn't see her last time, which was like last week or the week before last week, because next I'm getting yeah, last week. Um, just because our schedules like didn't line up. So this is not to say that the other girls at my lash lawn are not good. They're great. But Gianna has been doing my lashes for like a couple years now. So she's used to the sheer vast amount of eyelashes that I have. So she can get me extremely full in an hour and a half. Whereas it doesn't – the other girls can't do that because they're not used to like my lash line. So I, I feel bald right now and I'm upset. You don't look bald. Yeah, you don't look bald. Do you see the? Do you see this baldness? Where are the eyelashes? They're not Where? there. You're pointing directly at them. No, nope. you see that. You see that big patch? Empty. You see it? Bald. Do you I, see mine? I look like a. They're non-existent. I I look like a Sasquatch with mange. I look Sasquatch with mange. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I chose Sasquatch, but anyway, a hairy beast with mange. And again, that is not to say that the girls. The lash artists that do my lashes when I can't schedule with Gianna are bad. They're not. They're really good. They're just not used to the amount of eyelashes that I have. So they can't like. Yeah, I mean, you have your go-to and she yeah. knows you. Yeah. They just can't match the speed to which they need to do my lashes. So, yeah. By the time I go to my appointment next week, I'm actually going to have no eyelashes on my right eye. It's going to be really, really <laughs> fucking sad. Anyway, that was that's where I've been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're so exciting. We're I have good things and bad things. I love to organize and my manicure and eyelashes are falling apart. So I'm ugly, but things look nice <laughs> if I rock with my job. So. Hey, we don't call ourselves ugly. Yeah. Uh, on that note, please please remember to like and subscribe to our podcast on your preferred podcasting platform. As always, you can follow us on social media to stay up to date with episode releases or the journey of my lashes. <laughs> um, you can follow our podcast on Instagram at where you been look a pod and Twitter at WYBL podcast. Email us at where you been look a pod at Gmail with whatever you deign important enough to email us. You can follow your hosts on social media as well. I'm on Instagram at Maris G with four S's and Twitter at Marissa explains it all again I don't think I'm going to be spelling these things anymore so Kayla take it away where can we find you you can catch Marissa's in the first couple of episodes she'll explain it to you there I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Kaladala K-A-L-A underscore D-A-L-A and I am on Instagram at Ariana underscore bar A-R-I-N-A-B-A-R I'm so sorry but Nobody wrote out my tags for me this time, so I really, I really had to think about it for a second. Oh my god! I'm so sorry, I just realized.
realized that as you were saying it. I was like, oh shit, I copied this from the OG file. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to add it in right now. I can't it's believe... It's very... I, I, I do know what it is. I do just, you? I, I just assumed it was going to be there. So when it wasn't, I was really thrown off. <laughs> I looked at you and we were both like... <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Anyways, Ariana underscore bar. Don't forget it. You yeah. <laughs> I mean, as you can see, we just ad lib this whole thing and we have no notes in front of us and we don't look at them at all. So <laughs> Professionals. It's really good. Also, all right. <laughs> I'm just going to say, we're all of Forks 10, okay? With or without your lashes. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. We're all yes. of Forks 10. I'd like to be a Phoenix 10. I'd like to be a Miami 10. All right, well, get your lashes filled. I, I am. <laughs> I'm going next week. And you know what's sad? I can't see Gianna because our schedules didn't line up again. Kayla, why don't you take us into the recap from last episode? Okay, so last chapter, Bella gives us whiplash. She's anxious to see Edward again after that weird bio class they had. She's relieved he isn't in school the rest of the week, but she's also concerned that he's not in school for the rest of the week. She has a quiet weekend, aside from the onslaught of emails from her mother. It snows. Bella hates it, much like everything else. Bella is physically ill over Edward's return to school the following week. Bella gets hissy with Jess over lunch. We learned that the... I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Jess hissing. Boy. <laughs> we learned that the Cullens don't give a shit about anybody. Bella and Edward meet properly for the first time back in bio. She is a babbling idiot the whole time because Edward is hot. How dare he look at her? But they kind of hit it off. Bella almost takes someone out in the parking lot, and Edward laughs about it. And that's about that. Exciting. Bella, Bella, Bella. (laughs) All about Bella. Literally, every (laughs) line starts with Bella, and she... Well, this is from She her. is the main character. <laughs> no, I'm just Makes saying, sense. like, like, damn. Okay, go ahead. Ariana, why don't you tell us a little quick sum? All right. So, in Chapter 3, it is just another icy day in Forks, Washington. Bella is headed to school, driving slow to make sure she doesn't slip on the ice. Once Bella gets to school, she immediately notices Edward standing four cars down from her. However, before she can obsess about him anymore... A car sliding on the ice ripped towards her, and it looks like it's going to crush her. Edward, of course, comes to her rescue, pushing her out of the way and then holding up his arm to prevent the car from crushing them both. I mean, how is this all possible? That is what we would like to know. (laughs) Maybe we'll find out in this episode. Maybe. uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said maybe. (laughs) Bella is rushed to the hospital where she is treated by the other man, myth and legend, Carlisle Cullen. Hey. Hey. Uh, daddy number two, she seems to be completely fine thanks to Edward's swift thinking. No pun intended here. <laughs> the knee slapper. Bella demands Edward to explain what happened since she thought she saw Edward stop the car with his hands and lift the van so it wouldn't crush her. Edward becomes defensive saying that Bella hit her head too hard and that was that. Bella goes home in a fury only to find out that Charlie told Renee about her accident. After calming Renee down, Bella heads to sleep and has a dream about Edward and I would love to know what this <laughs> all right i guess we find out i get well yeah Maybe. we will find out i think Did you get details of it i don't remember me neither okay well let's fucking jump into this chapter i have so much to say about it all right so bella wakes up and she's horrified to see that there is snow yet again all over the ground and her truck um in the last chapter she was relieved that the rain 
had washed away all the traces of the snow before the parking lot snowball fight could ensue. Um, but Mother Nature always has a way of tricking us into a false sense of security. So, it's snowing. Um, but not only has the snow made a return, the rain that she was previously so thankful for has made her surroundings treacherous because everything is covered in a thick layer of ice. Um, and like most things in Forks, this is Bella's worst nightmare. But for once, I honestly believe it's for a good reason because her level of clumsiness, like this, this does not mix, like. Yeah, I kind of just feel like existing in general is, like, her worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. Everything is horrific, and this is my worst nightmare. <laughs> Every day, living. Every mm-hmm. day, living, I know. But really, like, I, I mean, mean, this one's valid. This one's a valid yes. point here. She, There's not a chance that this girl does not land on her ass at least once today. Mm-hmm. Not a snowball's chance in hell? Not a oh. snowball's oh. chance in hell. Good one. <laughs> that's a real good one not gonna lie love it um so she considers going back to bed when she realizes that everything is uh covered in ice and if i were her i definitely would have done that 100 <laughs> yeah. percent. like i mean i personally as marissa i love the ice i love the snow i think it's like a fun time winter is amazing and magical to me if I, as bella i'm taking a sick day charlie's not there he left for the day already goodbye i'm ill i can't participate I mean, yeah, she could get away with that. I count it. the amount of times I have slipped on ice to the point where I can see my feet in my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, straight out of a cartoon. I've done that way too many times to count. I don't think I ever have. There was there was one time I was walking up the driveway to her house, and my mom was literally watching me, and I slipped and fell. I had coffee. I spilled it all over myself. Oh, no. And she's just standing there. And I was like, are you going to help me? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, you okay over there? I was there? Like, literally like sprawled out on the floor. Well, she didn't oh want to slip on the same ice you did. She didn't even say, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> she just stood there. That like, is funny. Well, when I lived at my parents' self. house, their their driveway is not flat. It's like on an incline. Oh, so yeah. my dad was always like really good about salting the driveway and making sure that we were like clear there. But sometimes, <laughs> oh, if uh, it was like a real gamble, real fucking gamble. Treacherous. It tr- truly treacherous. Um, but anyway, Bella does decide that she's going to seize the day and she goes downstairs for breakfast and she notices that Charlie's already gone and she likes this. She kind of revels in her aloneness rather than feeling lonely. And honestly, I'm kind of proud of her for this because she's like sort of not letting her misery of forks bring her down. I don't love that she's like, you know, living with Charlie is kind of like living in my own place and like, it's great and I'm alone and he's like barely there because like, no, Charlie's great and like recognize that but I like I'm happy that she's not complaining yeah I think it's like more to do with how we kind of interpreted her relationship with Renee being like hovering yeah helicopter like always around yeah even if it wasn't in like a monitoring kind of way but like even like a let's hang out let's have fun let's always do something together with each other all the time yeah like she's more like oh I have like five minutes alone in the house I'm gonna sit down and have breakfast yeah that's how I see it. I, I agree with that. I'm proud of her for, like, not feeling lonely in a place that she didn't want to come to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but speaking of which, speaking of her not feeling lonely, Bella Swan is fucking excited to go to school today. That's a fucking she first. is lit. And why is that, you may ask? Because going to be there. Bella mm. has a big fat crush on Edward. 
and she cannot wait to get in her little truck and drive her little route to school and see his cute little handsome face Mm -hmm. and ponder over all of the things that are Edward. And she's so excited. She wants to go to school. She wants to go to a place she hates. And she's like, Edward. Her heart beats. It's like, Edward. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she's excited, but you know, like, the second she gets there, she's going to be like, oh, my God. I, I, do I say hello? How do I say hello? Why do you know my name? Well, this is the best part. She is drinking dumb bitch juice and she knows it. She says, I'm excited and this is a mistake. This, why, I'm stupid for it. And it's the most, it's the most relatable Bella has ever been. How many fucking times has everyone in this room been obsessed with a boy for no goddamn discernible reason and you know you're dumb and you know the whole situation's dumb and nothing's going to help like come of it but you mm-hmm. don't care and you're like let me just put on my goggles and plug my nose and dive right the fuck into the deep end mm-hmm. that is my whole existence and i i really i fucking feel that can't relate <laughs> not not even a little bit ah uh, okay sure <laughs> i don't believe you not for a second but you know look bella cannot help herself she has fallen into his dick sand Dick no sand? <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, so dick sand is like quicksand, but for a but dick. But for penises? Yeah, so when, you, when you're just like so mesmerized by a boy. For, for peni? Yeah, for, for a guy, but the guy has a dick, so it's dick yeah. sand. Okay, wait, I'm not going to lie. I've definitely never heard that, but I knew immediately what Like what, what it was? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, see, I was like, did I hear that? Correctly? Yeah, like she has fallen and she has fallen hard. In his no sand. pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she doesn't care. She knows that he lied about his eyes changing color. She's still like admittedly scared of how hostile he can be like towards her and like the looks that he gives her. But she, you know what? Girls being into bad boys is a stereotype for a reason. And little baby Edward bad boy. is giving off a bad boy fucking vibe right now. And mm-hmm. she's. RD for that D. To be honest, though, I wouldn't expect her to be into a bad boy. Be into a bad boy, yeah. Mm. Every girl. Every girl is into a bad boy at one. Later on down the road, it makes more sense. But in this current moment, what we know about Bella and how like shy and like yeah and the bad boy is interested she feels interested. Oh, come on. No, yeah, yeah. It definitely makes sense. It's just funny to me that she's like, he lies. Red flag. He's hostile. Red flag. I'm so excited to see him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, girl. He laughed at me while I was driving home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. But, like, I think she, uh, they're also, not just the red flags, but she does have doubts because she believes at this current moment that Edward is physically out of her league. And, like, while that may be true, considering the physics of vampirism, like, requiring divine beauty, I do believe that prior to being a vampire, like, human Edward and human Bella are physically well-matched. Yeah. I feel like he's kind of gangly. Not like when she first sees him, like across, you know, she's like, oh, he's like more slight and a little like gangly and like he's got messy hair. Like, Mm -hmm. I think he was just like, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. I think they're a well-matched human couple. Yeah. So do you, how much of a transition do you think vampires make in terms of, their physical looks from when they're human to when they're vampire. I think they're like. I think they just like fill out. And yeah, like I think they're like glow. glamorized. Like, yeah. like yeah. they're like already at least the Cullens are already you know all gorgeous. But yeah, the I vampirism. Think like, 
kicks it up a little notch. Yeah, I think like you know their their hair is like always shiny and like yeah. boys like be, you like I just think so if they you're look ugly, like photo ready if like you're model like really ready, ugly and you turn to a vampire you'll just be like you're probably just like less, less ugly. ugly. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. You're probably you go from like being ugly ugly to ugly hot. You go from being like a <laughs> one to a four. <laughs> You wait. Say it again. What one to one to a four? Yeah. I, no. Is that, I think is that the range? I think so you're going you're like from a, ugly. If you're ugly. like a nine, you're like an eleven now. Yeah. Shit. I think you're you're just like you are looking like a celebrity. I think mm-hmm. you're just you're just getting it. You know. Yeah. Like I just feel like you kind of look like you've been airbrushed on the yeah. cover of a magazine. Yeah. You got still looks gotcha. like you. You got just a better version. Yassified. Of you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the yassification of Bella Swan. Anyway, um, so excitedly, Bella teeters her way down the driveway to her truck because <laughs> she wants to get to school. I'm just imagining her like waddling down with this big stupid grin on her face. <laughs> like, I gotta go quick. I, I know. She's it. probably like, is my bowling shirt cute today? Can't wait to see Edward. <laughs> Okay, but um, so she loses her balance. So everyone take a fucking drink, but she does catch herself on the her side view mirror of her truck, and she thinks, "quote Clearly today was going to be nightmarish, girl. You have mm-hmm. no idea, <laughs> not a clue. Your nightmare awaits you." She should have gone back to bed. She should have gone back to bed. Well, she doesn't. Spoiler alert. <laughs> And while she's driving to school, she does not focus on the icy roads, which I'm going to touch on that a little bit later. But she does think about Mike and Eric and how they're super into her, which she isn't used to. Um, And she kind of contemplates why on earth they would like her when she is absolutely sure that she looks exactly the same as she did in Phoenix and no one there was interested in her. So again, and I've made this every single point of every single episode, but Bella <laughs> is a Forks 10. So, and again, I actually just don't think she's like ugly at all, probably, no. but she, you know. Yeah. I mean, doesn't she, she also says like maybe. Because the boys, like the boys at Phoenix, home like yeah. grew up with her and saw her go through her awkward phases and like maybe her clumsiness yeah, but, here but is, even endearing. Then, is endearing. But even yeah. then, so like my main group of friends at home was mostly guys mm-hmm. and all the time they'd be like, yeah, like. This girl got so hot when she was older. Yeah. I don't think, like, any boys, like, she was so, so ugly, ugly at 13, she, yeah. and now we're 18, and I, she's, like, Gorgeous. even though she's hot now, she was just so ugly, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay. Doesn't matter, because soon Edward falls in love with her. Not in this chapter, but well, later. Which is funny, because... Well, he might already be in love with her. We don't... I guess we don't really... But okay. when she's saying, like, oh, like, maybe my clumsiness is endearing or whatever. It's kind of like a damsel in distress. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Edward is always saving her or, like, protecting her. That's so true. Well, like, um, a little bit later in my notes, I talk about – well, Bella's end in the chapter, she says that she's not used to, like, someone caring for her. And I think Edward always Mm -hmm. cares for her and, like, puts her well-being above his own. So I think that's probably, like, a huge part. Of Definitely. like their, I think her love language is probably acts of service because she doesn't. Yeah, she's not really received that I from can Renee. See that. Um, so when Bella gets to school, she is truly amazed that she didn't have any trouble traversing the to the black ice covered roads. And side note, don't you guys think a town like Forks, where I'm sure they're getting a lot of snow and rain and ice, like in the winter time, would be better prepared for this? Like I know they're a small town mm-hmm. and maybe they don't have like the budget for it, but if if you know 
that every winter you're going to have an ice period, you plan for that in your city budget. Like, th- there's no way that they, like, yeah, come on. Yeah, the only, like, defense I feel like I could give them is because the weather is so constantly changing. There, It's raining. It's snowing. It's not super cold. It's really fucking cold. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like maybe they just don't always know when to like expect like a lot of snow like even here like mm-hmm. they're like yeah you're gonna get a crazy amount of snow and it snows for like two seconds and they like Plus yeah. two, i feel like everything in forks is probably so spread out like they probably have a lot of ground to cover in terms of like removing the snow or putting ice down yeah i don't know you would just yeah i would think, think they'd put know. like salt down regularly knowing that it does at least rain all the time and it's gonna yeah. be cold yeah i don't know i would just think that like if it starts raining in the winter time from like three o'clock on, like when the sun is like going down and like when it's getting colder at night, like you, I, in my mind, I would just think like, especially okay, we should just like ice it a little. Getting like if ahead it's of myself day. here, but in the school fucking parking lot, you. Oh don't my god, ice it. I know yeah, that that's outrageous. Thing. Or that's, you don't. Sorry, I said you don't ice it. I meant you don't salt. You it. don't salt it. I know it's <laughs> fucking. It's outrageous. Like that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This actually should be a lawsuit. Well, if only there was a lawyer in the party here. I just know. a doctor, just and a sheriff, just a doctor and a sheriff. Well, chief of police, sheriff. Are they the same thing? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, <laughs> so anyway, I just think it's a loss of resources. But what she noticed the reason she didn't have any trouble is because Charlie had painstakingly wrapped her tires in a diamond pattern before he left for work so she could get to school safely. And this gets me and Bella right in the fucking feels. I know. This mm-hmm. is, like, the cutest thing to happen in the whole series. It's so cute. And, like, she says, like, in the book, in her, like, thought narration, like, he must have gotten up so early to do this. And he probably did. He didn't even say anything to her about it. He just, like, did it. Mm-hmm. And it's just so, like – my love language is also acts of service and like this is the type of shit my dad would do for me and that just like I really just gets me it makes me emotional I just like it gets her like choked up um Bella again is not used to someone taking care of her because she's always been the one to take care of Renee yeah um and so this act of concern by Charlie just makes her super emotional um in a previous episode we said that Bella probably doesn't feel like she's part of Charlie's family and that um work with his wife and kids but I think that this shows that Charlie doesn't think that way and that he would do anything for her. And, like, this is not necessarily a simple task, but it's, like, a logical move that a father would do for his daughter. Yeah, like, I don't Mm -hmm. think he was, like, trying to go out of his way Out of his way. I think, yeah. I think he would just say, like, oh, it's probably, like, going to be icy. Let me put chains on her tires because she's never driven ice before because she's lived in Phoenix. Like, Mm -hmm. I just think that it's, like, it was so simple and just, like, lovely. Um, and she agrees. And while she's sitting there contemplating that in the back of her truck, Bella hears an odd sound that becomes loud and startling. And when she looks up, her adrenaline rush allows her brain to work much faster and absorb the details of several things at once. And this is what she sees. Edward is standing four cars down from her, staring in horror. So what I imagine here... Is that, okay, in the movie, he is fully across the parking lot from her, like, so far away, and she is parked at the curb, like, parallel, like, on next to, like, some rolling hills, like, 
next yeah. to some grass. She's parked parallel. So what I'm now picturing based off of the book description is that they're in a row, whether or not he is like across the row, but four cars down so he can like on a diagonal or he's in the same on the same side of the row as her. I pictured him as I, the same, same row. Side. I picture yeah, her as side. the same side yeah. as well. Like, yeah. you know, not like where their cars are facing each other, but where they would be like yeah. parked next to each other. Yeah. Um, And I think that his car is probably at the end of the row, potentially the same like end of where the van is coming from. So that she can see him and the van in the same, like, so she's like, when she, you know, turns her head and looks up, she sees him and she sees the van coming. It's not like she looks up and then turns her head to to where the sound is leading her. It's like she looks up and she sees them both in the same, like. I kind of thought the opposite. Really? That he was on, like, one side of her vision and the van was on the other. Like, I'm thinking she looks up and sees him. Mm Mm-hmm. And he can see what's coming at her on the other side. But she doesn't even know so it's coming So you think the van is coming from behind her? I, I like, kind of agree with Kayla because, because it also she's says, looking at him and he has this horrified look on his, fa- on his face and she doesn't know why. Doesn't know why. And then it also says, which you will get to, I'm sure, that something hits her from the opposite direction than she was expecting. So if you're yeah. expecting the van to come from your right and you get fucking slammed from the left, mm-hmm. that makes me think that they're on, they're on opposite, opposite sides. sides. Yeah. Okay. And she's in the middle. Right. Okay. So so then, well, I guess, like, honestly, I just kind of wish that um, Stephanie Mara just gave a little bit more. De- the whole scene that I'm about to get into, there is a lot of detail, but there's no directional detail. I, I actually, when I was reading this chapter, I was thinking there's action going on, mm-hmm. right? But you don't know where it's coming from. You don't know where it's coming from, but also it's one of the shorter chapters. It's like, this is something that you could, like also just expand on because a lot's happening a lot's happening yeah. i know i know well okay so then then sh- then i get yeah they're probably not in the same or at least maybe she just has to pivot her head like a little bit the mm-hmm. way that i can see like ariana out of the corner of my when i'm looking at you kayla and yeah. vice versa right um so the second thing that she sees after looking at edward and and noticing his horrified expression is a dark blue van dangerously skidding towards her with the tile the tiles <laughs> with the tires wildly grasping for purchase against the ice covered parking lot, which again, you'd think they would have at least salted the school parking, the parking lot. lot yeah. <laughs> like come on. That's what I'm saying. Like no snow delay, parking lot. But they're gonna have the kids come and not have made any preparations. Mm-hmm. Come on. Call your lawyer. I feel like Rosalie would make a good lawyer. Oh my god, oh, an excellent yeah. lawyer. Excellent. I'd hire her. In a heartbeat. Um, but so the van is hurtling right for where she's standing, primed to crush her, and she says it's happened so fast that she doesn't even have time to close her eyes. And honestly, this is terrifying. Like for any, if you've ever been in a car accident or you're about to be in a car accident, you really do have that clear Mm -hmm. moment of like, fuck, I don't have time to react to this. I just like have to let it happen and hope for the best. Mm -hmm. It's like you're like, and you're, you're like, you see it coming and you're like, yeah, and That's you're like, it. just let's hope I, like, don't yeah. severely injure myself. Mm-hmm. Like, what, like, and there's just not enough time to, like, choose a course of action right. safely. I feel like my brain is always just like, okay, this is happening, so just Brace. Yeah, yeah, like, you're not even, I, you're, I heard you're not actually supposed to, like, brace for something because no, you're all, like, yeah. tense up, but, like, yeah. mentally brace yourself right, yeah, for, like, what I mean. what's like, about mentally, to happen. like, this is going to happen, so just roll with it. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and and while Bella is experiencing that moment, she feels something hard hit her, but like you mentioned before, not from the direction of the truck. So I guess, yeah, that does make sense that he would be kind of like on the opposite, opposite side. Yeah. Like same side as where she is, but opposite side. Regardless, um, the force of the hit caused her to smack her head against the pavement and she feels something, quote, solid and cold. Drink. Because we know this is a vampire, not the truck. Exactly. <laughs> something hits her. She doesn't know what it is. She knows it's not the truck, but she, like, isn't sure. And she does notice that the truck hits her car where she had been standing, but now it's curling around the end of her truck and is now going to hit her in her new location. Mm-hmm. So, so where she is now is behind the car, the tan car that she's parked next to, she's at the trunk of that car. Yeah. This is where I wish that Stephanie Mayer had actually provided directions on where things are, like more than even mm-hmm. where Edward is in relation to the van, like in the parking lot. And maybe you guys can are not as confused as I am. I think no, I just made I, up I, my I, own directions no, in my I, head. I felt like, like I said, how there was a lot of – action here but not a lot of words not a lot of words right Mm -hmm. okay so so this is my thought okay so if the she says that she's parked next to a tan car Mm -hmm. all right and we've decided we know that they're like in a regular parking row not parallel so it's not like she's end to end with something she's next to something so if if um the if the van is coming from the same side as the, or as the, I'm sorry, yeah. If the van is coming from the same side in which that tan car is. See, I don't picture it coming from that side. In my head, it's like the tan car is on the left of Bella's truck. and On the driver's side of the truck. Yes. Okay. On the driver's side. Mm-hmm. And the, oh. Right. Okay. Um, let me just get through this, like, mm-hmm. chunk of huge notes that I wrote. I because see now, because I was going to say Edward's coming from the left mm-hmm. and the van is coming from the right. Mm-hmm. But if yep. Edward yep. is knocking her from the left side, she wouldn't be in front of the tan thing. Right. The okay. Tan thing, the okay. Tan car. I'm, I'm just going to like straight up read my notes like out because okay. I'm – Okay. So if the tan car is on the same side as the direction the van is coming, Edward could have just pushed her towards the front of her truck out of harm's way, right? Mm-hmm. But if the tan car is on the opposite side of where the van is coming from, which sort of – Sounds like that is the truth because the van hits the ends of Bella, the end of Bella's truck and then curls, quote, curls gratingly around the end of the truck and is still spinning and sliding about to hit her again. Then you would have had to have moved her from, I guess, the driver's side or whatever side, whatever side she's on, would have had to move her from that side to the opposite side of her truck. To be at the tail end of the tan car she's parked next to, which logistically so also wonder, doesn't sound right. And then more people would have noticed that she started on one side of the car and is now on the other side of the car. Well, I wonder if maybe... She would have been on the... She would have exited her car on the driver's side and walked down to the end and seen... So she starts on the driver's side. I am so Edward has to so be... I to process this right now. Edward has... Okay, ready? Like, okay. If this is her truck, if my book is her truck, yeah. here's the driver's side. She's going to get out of the car and start mm-hmm. to walk away and then she notices the tires, right? Yeah. So she's stopping looking at the tires. And then when she looks up, I'm imagining Edward is here and then the van is maybe this way. Mm-hmm. Because she looks up and sees Edward. Mm-hmm. 
and then looks this way and sees the van. Mm -hmm. So Edward has to come from this way or maybe this way because she's in a line. Yeah. And move her from the driver's side to the opposite fucking yeah, side no because sense. the van is coming but this also, way and then curls also, around backwards. Also, he's like super fast, so maybe he just did a little like swoop and like yeah. But I, it's, I see what you're saying. Can I, can I try to debunk this? <laughs> yes, please, because it just doesn't make any sense. So I feel like to maybe me. if he came to from the left and from the driver's side, let's just say from the left. Who cares? Like the van's coming to the right and he's coming from the left and the tan car is on the right okay like the tan car and the van are on the same side okay so i'm thinking maybe he pushes her not like what could be viewed as almost in front of the van but he's actually just pushing her out from like that corner okay so now she's in front of the tan car in theory we're thinking that the van is now going to keep curling around bella's truck well that's one way yeah but i'm wondering if because he hit it so hard like he hit so hard he actually curls back the other way, which is why he's now coming back at Bella again. Yeah, but he hasn't touched the van yet. It no, hits I'm her saying the truck. van hit the truck and yeah. could and have, like, reverberated and, like, spun back. Hmm. And now he's like, fuck, now it's coming back at her again. Now I have to, like, actually touch it. Well, yeah, the, I mean, that's what he does, but I just, like, it just, I'm, I... I don't think it's that deep. It is deep to me. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck is going on. <laughs> It doesn't logistically make any sense. I mean, I, but, I feel like the, I can make sense of it in my okay, head. Okay, but the reason, like, okay, the reason this doesn't make sense to me later is the fact that, like, nobody is, like, nobody, he's only worried about Bella, like, knowing that he was not next to her. Everybody else, that it just, okay, I'm just going to continue. Well, even then, too, honestly, when I was reading this, I was not concerned about Bella. Maybe because I knew it was going to happen, but I was like, is the kid who's driving that car, like, alive right now? Like, yeah, nobody checks on Tyler. Nobody checks on him. Like, uh, get Tyler out of the car. Like, like, that was my thought. I was like, is the person driving this car, like, alive? Like, I I don't remember. Tyler gets fucked up. But but what were you going to say? Everybody else what? Because if, so... All they just everybody else would have seen. That's him why there. I feel like the whole thing is happening between Tyler's van rocking back and forth instead of like opening up a gap for everybody to see. Like I feel like he hits one way, it curls, and then he bounces off. Like I just feel like it's a rocking motion between Bella's truck coming mm-hmm. back and then Edward. He still would have to come from an insane direction and have her, have her moved. I don't know. It just doesn't. It just feels okay. Whatever. I'm just gonna move on because I don't. It feels insane to me. <laughs> I feel like it's not that insane. It is. It's insane. Okay. Anyway, now she realizes no that the car is so long. <laughs> yeah, because there are so many fit. There. It just. If she just put one fucking oh, wait, direction. I'm sorry. I should have I, I think, known I think, from the minute you opened your book and started reading the first paragraph, you said, I don't think this grammar is correct. Is it? This is a double negative. Is this a double negative? She was harping on this one <laughs> I was. sentence. I was getting real for confused. For so long. And she had just started reading. I was like, what are we? It's fine. <laughs> it didn't seem to make any sense to me. Uh, so I, I should have known this is where your brain was at today. <laughs> Do you want to know what? I don't... Ariana agrees. It's it's lacking. <laughs> I'm not saying no, it's I, not I think lacking. It, I think it was. I think it it overall is lacking. But yeah. I guess 
You need a little imagination to really put the pieces together. I say, don't know. Trying to say I don't have an imagination. <laughs> I think you're being no. a, a little critical today. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I, I am do trying have my critical to hat on. <laughs> appease both sides here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, listeners, no, this I, is I, your time to write in and and tell, tell us, us what you think. What you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tell, just tell us what you think, or maybe you can explain it in a way that I just I can't. Someone someone make us like a like a cartoon diagram that moves. No, like this scene is one of those where, yeah. <laughs> have you ever like read something and then you're like, fuck, I have no clue what I read. Yeah. I feel like that's like how I felt, but I also actually read it. So I, I think it was just a little vague. Yeah. Like, I read it several times because I read the chapter alone first and yeah. then I read it and make notes and mm-hmm. I reread that section f- uh, so many times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, agree. I, I don't know. I just had like a whole like image of it in my head. Maybe because you've it. seen the movies. Yeah, you but the movie, it happened been, so no. differently in the movie. Yeah, movies. because I was picturing him literally like on like parallel with her, just four cars down. Well, yeah, like, so was I. But I just can't. I think maybe my issue is that I'm picturing the van coming from an opposite direction than what you're picturing the van from. So in your yeah. mind, it makes sense. But in yeah. my mind, I'm thinking the van is coming from a different way. Yeah. Anyway, Stephanie Meyer, next time you write a car accident scene, please. Put in a direction, just one. <laughs> Do anywhere. better. Just <laughs> triangulate one single point in the accident. Thank you. Um, okay, so through all of this, Bella does finally recognize that it is Edward who is there pinning her to the ground. And then she hears him react um, to the curling of, the, you know, coming the car coming back at her. Um, and in the book, actually, it says a low oath, for, like, makes me realize, like, so, who, there's with like, me. someone's with me. I think that's Stephanie's cute little way of saying Edward curses. Yeah, I think he's like, fuck. I think he's like, <laughs> God fucking damn it, in the most like 18th century way Edward could God say it. God fucketh it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, like, some, however Edward curses politely, like I think that's what he does. Um, so this is when she watches him push the van away from her bo- where her body had just been so fast that his hands blurred drink mm-hmm. we have so mm-hmm. many drinks in my section here um and he like lifts the van off or, or up off of the ground from where her like legs just were because he's also while he's pushing the van away he's moving her body like she's a little rag doll So this happens, and then there is a beat of absolute silence, and then the parking lot erupts into agonized screams for Bella. And honestly, could you imagine being a fucking witness to this? Like, it's utterly traumatic that you'd think you just saw your classmate get violently pinned between two cars and killed. I don't think I would come back to school, ever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's – I just feel like – whether they know her like that or not. like They think they just witnessed something insane. Well, they, yeah. they think they just witnessed something insane, but it's also going to be a hot piece of gossip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, like, you know, all of a sudden everybody's Bella's best friend because she's yeah, the girl that died. Yeah, she's the girl that died. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this, again, though, brings me to my point, is how the fuck does nobody notice that Edward is there and nobody questions anything about how she survived without a fucking scratch on her? That's unrealistic. They all just thought that she was going to be oatmeal between these two cars and now and she's like perfectly fine okay I just think that there would be so many questions 
from everyone, which is reason enough for the cons to have to leave Forks because the circumstances around the accident just are so suspicious. They're so suspicious. Maybe it's just the cons just have this reputation of being so secretive. People just, just kind of stop bothering. But I just... There, so many people would sit there and think like, I swear she was about, she was dead and she does, there's not a scratch on her. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, well, Cullen was there. Like, how is he also fine? Tyler's mangled. Uh, but the, like Bella and Edward are just like left unscathed. So I just think that there would be so many questions. Like. Yes. But I also feel like, again, it's like back, we have different views of how this accident happened. Right, right, so right. I think it's like all about the angle and like the perception where it's like yes it looks like the van was coming to like absolutely destroy Bella yeah but for all they know like he dipped out of the way or like Edward was like, standing right next to her right. and just like gave her a little push or, they or the tuck car and or they were able to like get under the bed of the truck yeah yeah like, like there's their yeah yeah whatever. like it hits the corner of the truck but like by some miracle did not touch them yeah but Tyler's fucked up because he's, in, he's a car. in the car. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like he didn't stand a chance to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, and I guess to your point earlier that you made was just like the students are going into the school. They're walking away from like where this is happening. Yeah. So they're not they're not right they're not looking the at scene. it like we're looking at it as yeah. like viewers of a scene. Right. Right. Okay. I mean, I still think it's sus, but like whatever. Um, but but Edward in this moment really just lets his instincts take over to save her. And like, whether that's because it's his body, like no, like acting of its own accord, like knowing that she's his mate or like before his mind knows that, or if it's a survival instinct, because he knows like if her blood is spilled, he and Jasper are not going to be able to stop themselves from from something bad, from mm-hmm. feeding, yeah. from pound, from like just reacting in a way that's like not a normal like human reaction. I mean, definitely for Jasper, and I feel like that point is made in Midnight. In Midnight Sun, yeah, we're not mm-hmm. gonna know that until we reread. I mean, Midnight I feel Sun. like it is like a little. I mean, I guess we'll see in Midnight Sun, but yeah. I feel like it's probably a little bit of both. I mean, I mean, it's a great excuse for him to at least give to the family, like, oh yeah, I did yeah, it for like, Jasper. Yeah, yeah, I did it for Jasper. I did it for me. You know, her blood sings to me. You know, like with yeah. her, like I wouldn't have been able to stop myself, and neither would Jasper, and like that would have blown her cover more than like. Maybe me having to explain how I got there when I wasn't near her, if anyone, like, noticed that. Yeah, right. But, like, regardless of the reason, like, Edward Edward is frantic over Bella at this moment. And that's, like, really cute. And it's really cute cute only because she was so excited to see him (laughs) that morning. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm going to get to school. And I hate school, but I love Edward. I think maybe he's going to talk to me. We're going to have a weird bio class. We're going to have a weird bio class. And now he's on top of her. (laughs) She's, like, living for the moment they're going to interact. And instead, he's, like, pinning her to the cement. And, like, sure, she's traumatized. But in her mind, she's probably like, oh, my God. (laughs) That's what I would be like. I'd be like, am I dead? Because this man is touching my body from hence it's up. (laughs) I would just be like, oh, yeah, baby. Um, Sure, that's what's going to I mean, it's not. It's not at all, and we know that because we're reading the book. <laughs> yeah, from, we're literally reading her from thoughts. her perspective. But I like to imagine that her side, her side yeah. brain is like when she realizes it's Edward on top of her. She's like, maybe I am dead. What's happening to me? This is the moment I was hoping for this morning. <laughs> I was hoping to be almost crushed by a car with Edward on top of me. <laughs> Any circumstances is going to put Edward on top of her. She's down mm. for it. Doesn't matter what it I is. I mean, I feel like. Who wouldn't be down for that? 
I don't know. You, I was, because you're Team Jacob. Yeah, you're Team <laughs> well, That is true, Jacob. but eye candy's eye candy. Yes. yes. <laughs> and you know who else wouldn't be into it? The girl I saw on TikTok this morning who was doing Smash and Pass of Twilight. And Edward's the first one. She goes, fucking pass. <laughs> I mean, Ed, like, Edward's hot. I, I You can't deny I that. don't know. She, she smashed hot. everybody else that she came upon except for Edward and Renesme. Oh. Well, yeah, like she goes weird to and, smash Renesme no matter what. Well, right, so. but she, she has a br- little British accent. She goes, I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> I was like, okay, you didn't have to explain it, but thank you. Yeah, I think we were all on the same page there. So let's get back to the excitement. He's on top of her. He's on top mm-hmm. of her. And it's one of the only things she can focus on before then she remembers that he was not close enough prior to the accident for him to be cradling her to his body now. And that's, I don't think I'd care. I'd be like, whatever, you're here now. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that I would care either. I would be like, your biceps, they're huge. Kiss me. <laughs> and cold and frozen and stony. I'd be like, oh my God, you just got me pregnant. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not fucking yet. Anyway, so she's like, my dude, how'd you get over here so fast? What? Where do you do? What are you doing here? And he's like, I was standing right next to you. And he's really taking advantage of the fact that he hit her so hard that she smacked her little head against the pavement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so. He she, knows the fuck out of He that. knows. Right. So then she tries to sit up from his ga- grasp and he lets her. And then he moves as far away from her as possible in that tight space that, of the wreckage that allows him to move away from her. And when she looks at him and he's so concerned and he's got this like innocent little thing on her face. She, she just is like, lose. she doesn't even know. She's like, what? Which, I mean, to me, the disorientation, given the circumstances, says concussion. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I mean, she, apparently she doesn't have one. But. Yes, but also, like... I don't think this is a, you're hot, don't look at me, no, I don't know what you're saying no, to no, me no. moment. But in this moment, I think it's him giving her this, like, charming, innocent, like, concerned look. <sighs> I know, but I just feel like Stephanie Meyer could have really said that she had a concussion and just wouldn't have changed anything, rather than, like... Or maybe it's I'm like so a that's the like, point. Maybe it's like a vampire thing. Yeah, I don't know. All right, whatever. We can move on from that point. It's like not that important. But if I were Edward, knowing that my dad is the fucking town doctor, I feel like I would absolutely make it look like I was shield. I wouldn't try and like be away from her. I would try and make it look like I was like shielding her at least a little bit to kind of explain away the fact that she doesn't have any like or she's got, like, a bump on her head, but he doesn't have anything. And then Carlisle could easily say later, like, oh, he's bruised ribs. Like, I just feel like it helps paint the story better yeah, but I that feel they like were Car- both in an accident. I feel like Carlisle could still say, like, oh, yeah, he has bruised ribs and a bump on his head, whatever. Like, just because he moved out of the way after it happened. Like, they were sitting there having a whole conversation while people around them were trying to move the cars. Like, yeah, I don't think they have to stay in their exact same position that – whole time like if they have a little bit of wiggle room i feel like you're gonna mm-hmm. get Plus, comfortable maybe and edward in the moment was like hungry yeah <laughs> <laughs> like all of a sudden i'm Bella, starving right? <laughs> yeah i mean I, yeah i mean right but then also like he just shoes away the emts and they're like yeah okay kid sure what yeah <laughs> that would I never mean, happen. later on he's like i know people and then we find out like his dad's the doctor but yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's probably, like, the same set of EMTs, and they know Carlisle, and they're like, all right, well, the doctor's kid says he's all right. He's probably all right. I don't know. I feel like I would go the opposite. If I was like, the doctor's kid is injured, like, we got to make sure that he's taken care of, rather yeah. than like, oh, you say you're fine? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I believe I you. Like you want to ride up front with me, buddy? Like, <laughs> 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 go 
Come on, champ. You want to toot the horn? Like, you want to pull the siren? Come on, bud. Let's go see your dad. Like, what? Is this an ambulance or a fire truck? It's a bit of both. <laughs> an amber lamps. Let's call an amber lamps. All right. Well, that's the end of my section. Uh, I had a lot to say, and you debunked all of it. So thank you. <laughs> that's so what we're here my for. Thoughts, yeah. My thoughts don't matter, <laughs> and they are baseless. I just feel like you were so worked up over these things so I, I don't know if like I if if we helped you come down a little bit or if we just really shot you in the foot with everything that I you think, tried to give us I think you guys literally said your part sucks and we're gonna cut it out <laughs> yeah from the beginning actually like right after the introduction so I'll just jump right into uh chaos in <laughs> yeah, let's, let's move on from Marissa's stupid thoughts and her dumb analysis <laughs> go ahead no, no it was good you you really dove deep into it i'm passionate yeah i'm you were really excited about it this morning so not that we did our notes this morning but <laughs> yeah I, I do my notes a whole week ahead of time i'm actually i've already done notes for the whole book can't wait to hear them i hope they're all as stressed out as today's you know what Ac- car accidents are stressful it, they are. and keeping major secrets Stressful. Stressful. Yeah, absolutely. Major secret are you keeping? That Edward is a vampire. You're keeping that secret? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Keeping it from Bella. I'm on Edward's side here. Nobody knows. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, so chaos ensues. The students are screaming and crying around them. Bella tries to get up, but Edward, with his cold hand, sits her back down, reminding her she took a hard hit to the head. The two go back and forth as to how Edward could have possibly gotten to her so quickly. Edward insists he was standing right next to her, but Bella isn't buying it. So from the book, Bella, I was standing with you, and I pulled you out of the way. He unleashed the full, devastating power of his eyes on me, as if trying to communicate something crucial. No, I set my jaw. The gold in his eyes blazed. Please, Bella, why? I demanded. Trust me, he pleaded, his soft voice overwhelming. So this is kind of like what you were just talking about, like with his eyes and concerning and whatnot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I do kind of feel like this is like a vampire thing. You think At least in this moment. Doing his like, like, gaze. Yeah, like alluring and like disorienting, like purposely trying to get her to like Be trust him. And, yeah. yeah. Do we know, like, I know in other obvious like vampire like lore stories, like, you know, in True Blood, they have, um, I think it's True Blood, they you have... Can, like, compel Compel someone. people, yeah. yeah and, and I don't think that these vampires can do that. Yeah, like, do we ever hear that they, like, have some kind of, like... Or is it just they're so good-looking that they could disorient the people around them? Well, I don't... Like, it's I think a sm- also, is it, like, a smoldering I think power? also, like, part of it, too, is they've been living for, I don't know how long, 100, 200 years. Yeah. So I'm sure they have a grasp of how to like, like kind of get people to physically. believe what they want them to just from observing like people and going yeah. through different experiences and yeah. being, know, like being a, alive so long a movieism but like in the woods and he's like everything about me like draws you draws in. you to yeah. me like my smell my looks my whatever so mm-hmm. i feel like this is part of that where mm-hmm. he's like if i just like stare at you with my beautiful golden eyes you're going to do whatever I say, and you're going to forget what you're even thinking about. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. If there was a dude that was so hot, just, f- like, what What am I going to say, no? To yeah. anything that he asked me to do? Well, no. I mean, especially, that's why I think it's interesting how Bella's so, like, anxious and scared and happy and, like, all over the place, but she's very, like, she's very comfortable standing up to Edward, like, about Well, this. just yeah. this one time, yeah. Well, that and, like, between the, like, alluring and disorienting, like, she can also clearly see that he's, like, trying to say something. Like, you know when you give someone, like, the eye or, like, the look, you're like, yeah, this mm-hmm. is important. Like, shut the fuck up. She's yeah. like, okay, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, me? Shut the fuck up? Okay. <laughs> so she's obviously not that confused if she caught that, that part. part. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it takes... <gasps> hmm? Okay. Do you... Do we think it's because of her shield power? She's, like, a little bit, like, you know, uh, she can't be, like, uh, like as mesmerized as, like, a normal human because she's, like, yeah, you know what I, I mean? Like, that could be, he can't read her mind. Her shield, her mental shield is up. Like, it she's works not on a vampire her yet. capacity, yeah. but, like, not. But, like, not fully. She can't be fully, like, mesmerized by his, yeah. his like, you know, whole thing mm-hmm. because she's. A shield. I think it's possible. Yeah. I never thought of it. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I, I didn't think about it until literally just now. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, with the... 
I, I mean, <laughs> that was a preconceived idea. She just wanted us to think it was a surprise. I mean. No, I think you're, that's good. I think that Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You I like it. Something. <laughs> so it takes six EMTs, the trig teacher, Mr. Varner. He does care about her. He might embarrass the shit out of her, but he just in the end, he's there to pull a car off of her. Yeah. And the gym teacher, Coach Clap. <laughs> I find it funny how a gym teacher who, like, probably also Has teaches teach sex ed. Sex yes. Is called That's Coach what I Clap. wanted to talk about. I was like, oh, I didn't even read your notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I thought that in the first chapter when we hear his name, but nobody talked about it in the first chapter. So I was like, all right, whatever. It's, like, not that deep. I'm not going to bring it up. But since I have it now, I was like, his name is Coach Clap. Well, do you know he what all I can think of? All I can think of is Coach Carr from Mean Girls, That's and he's exactly like, "You will get the clap." Yes. <laughs> he's That's like, exactly what I think chlamydia. of. Chlamydia. K L K L A M Y. Have sex and die. Yeah. <laughs> you will get pregnant and, and die. die. And it. That's and what I happens. mean, that's what happens to Bella. <laughs> oh my God, this is actually Coach Carr. Is this Carch Carch Carr? Coach Carr is this you? <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Oh, my God. That is funny. <laughs> the clap. <laughs> wow. Okay, so Edward evades the stretchers by throwing Bella under the bus or the van, telling them that she cracked, <laughs> that she cracked her head pretty hard. We are so punny today. I'm just slapping my knee left <laughs> and right. Uh, telling them that she cracked her head pretty hard and may have a concussion. And he, like Marissa said, rides in the front of that ambulance, that. pulling on those little boop, boop, boop. <laughs> He said, he said, can I push the button and make the siren go? <laughs> he said, come on, let's uh, let's blow this red light. Let's turn it green. Where's that button? <laughs> Gotta know. Gotta so, blast. <laughs> he said, let's go see my dad at the hospital. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. So... I was like, at first I was surprised that he like sat in the front and didn't want to sit in the back with yeah. her and like, make sure she's okay and like whatever. But then when I was literally writing that in my notes, I was like, oh, he's trying to avoid her because she's asking a million questions. Yeah, hundred percent. Shut the fuck up, even though there's like an EMT right there. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That makes sense. Instead, he said, "Give me that siren button." <laughs> yeah, he said, "I'm gonna play up." Also, with the I feel like, <laughs> not that it's weird for him to ride in the ambulance. I feel like it's weird for him to ride in the front. Like, I feel like if yeah. anybody ever goes with someone in an ambulance, they're they in the back. At least the back. they, like, hop on in the back, and they're just sitting right there next to the EMT. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I just feel like... But feel, why would he even go? Like, why would he... Obviously, we know why, but, like, coming from, were, like, an outside perspective, Bella and Edward barely know each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just saved her. Mm-hmm. But if he's, like, I feel like... Well, Given I think the circumstances, he should have been put in his own ambulance. Even I feel though. like he should have just got into his own car if he wasn't going to take the ambulance and just met her at the hospital. So, well, so yeah. Yeah. Like, why would he go in the in the ambulance with her? Maybe I don't, that was part of his little that. like deal with the EMTs. He's like, I'll go to the hospital, but you're not putting me on a stretcher. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe. and I'll just have my father, Doctor Carlisle Cullen, my clear me about this. My <laughs> not because he's wealthy and powerful, but because I just tell him everything. <laughs> <laughs> We like Harry Potter in this house. <laughs> uh, so before the ambulance has a chance to leave, Charlie arrives in a panic. Aww, Chief of Police. He's Aww, probably so scared. He's probably so scared. Like, imagine, because especially, like, oh. you know he just got, like, a phone call from, 
like someone probably Dispatch. called yeah. yeah they're like uh bella's been in an accident apparently it's really bad like you gotta fucking well go. do you think that he knew it was bella before he gets there or do you think yes. he realizes it's her when he gets I, her and I, sees her on the structure in my head like someone called 911 or whatever and they're like there's been an accident it's the chief's daughter like she oh. got hit by a car she's not in a car like she has yeah. a pedestrian or, got hit by or a car. even just being in a small town like whoever responded to the scene was probably like yo chief's on like you're that's your daughter like it was yeah. your daughter like, i imagine it being like chief's daughter just got hit and he's like the fuck like yeah. i gotta go are you looking up something in relation to that? Yes, I am. What are we looking for? That's okay. You're right. I'm not saying that you were wrong ever. I just was like, oh, yeah. Okay. About what? About Charlie already knowing if that it was her. Does it say that he did? It just says, like, when he gets there, he's like, Bella, Bella, Bella. So I think, yeah, he oh. probably knew. Yes, I'm agreeing that he probably did know it was her. Like, Okay. I uh, didn't even come up with that thought, like, based on that line. I was just in my head thinking, like, someone he- called and was like, Chief's daughter has been in an accident. Yeah. That's just how I imagine that town operates. Yeah, probably. Um, Poor Charlie. And then he gives the ambulance a police escort to the hospital, which super cute. But like, but also don't they that. don't need an escort. They are their own escort. They have all the fun sirens, as we just discussed. I know. Yeah. So that part I was a little like, what? I feel like he could have just gone straight to the hospital and met them there. But yeah. that's besides the point. So... While all this is going on, Bella tries sorting through the thoughts and images of this whole event, and she kind of gathers that Edward was nowhere near her. There's Mm -hmm. a dent in the contour of Edward's shoulder in the parked car next to them. There's a dent in the van where his hand... In the tan car. (laughs) Sorry. Is that a freaking dog? (laughs) I guess it is the tan car. (laughs) I know. (laughs) There's a dent in the van where his hand had stopped it from crushing her the second time. And his family's facial expressions across the lot had been ranging from disapproval to fury with no hint of concern for his safety. Yeah. I can only imagine that the fury is only Rosalie's face. (laughs) And everybody else is like, God damn it. (laughs) I know. I feel like Alice is probably like not even just like not disapproval, but she's probably like, Oh, Edward. (laughs) And Jasper is probably like feeling the, just looking uncomfortable because he's feeling all of the emotions of of everyone around. And Emmett's probably like, that's not a good idea, Edward. And then Rosalie is like, (laughs) 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 like she wants to fly into a rage. And she is right. He really just almost blew their goddamn cover mm-hmm. one I mean, yeah, way or absolutely. another. I feel like she's ready to rip his limbs off and burn him at the stake. Yeah, she's ready to she's strangle that boy. Furious. Put a little crack in his marble skin. Yeah, I never really understood that. Me neither. And why does it always make like a hissing sound like you're letting a balloon go? It doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense. Marble doesn't make that noise when it cracks. <laughs> she's like very close to dying. Just kidding. And then they like heal back up. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Uh, So she's trying to come up with logical explanations for what she had just seen without the assumption that she may just be insane, which, okay, but you also just survived a life-threatening accident. Yeah. So, like, you hit your head. Mm -hmm. You'd be a little traumatized. Mm -hmm. I don't, like... Why? Big deal. Yeah, that doesn't make you insane. That just makes you having, like, a normal trauma response and, like, maybe a concussion and you're just confused. Yeah. I don't... Like, why she always thinks she's insane? <laughs> I feel like every chapter so far, she's like, am I just crazy? Mm-hmm. Am I losing it? Bella, I think, <laughs> is deeply narcissistic and tries not to be. 
Like, she's aware of how narcissistic she is. And she's like, it's, like, so crazy that Edward would, like, not be in school because of me. Like, that's crazy. But, like, <laughs> he's not here. And it's yeah. because of me. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, my God. His whole family is, like, so mad that he saved me. Like, why? Yeah. Like, it's she's so narcissistic. But she's like, no, knows it and tries not to be. But she is. I just think, like... Yeah. Like, the sad part is it's, like, all true. It's all true. But, like, if I was her, I would not be having those thoughts. Like, I I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But I wouldn't assume that, like, this guy's, like, head over heels for me. He has given me no inclination of being head over heels for me ever. She just just really thinks everything is about her. And, like, yeah, she is the main character, so it is. Like, yeah, he just saved her from an accident. But I guess, you know, hypothetically, a lot of other people would have tried to do that. It is wild to go from like this kid is absolutely repulsed by my existence to he just saved my life yeah (laughs) like that's that's a big gap to fill in like a week yeah well but it is but also you know if you're a decent human being maybe you would do that anyway i don't know (laughs) i mean yeah Sure, he doesn't wish her dead, even if he was repulsed by her. Mm. Oh well. Well, I I didn't mean what I just said there. <laughs> In the end, he doesn't wish her dead. Yeah, doesn't want that. But day one, he's like, well, coming from the bitch. assumption that he's not a vampire, he probably wouldn't wish yeah. her dead. So. Correct. Sabella is set up in the ER when. Tyler Crowley, boy from her government class, is brought in on a stretcher to the bed next to her. He is pretty bloodied up. He is anxiously and repetitively apologizing to Bella, explaining what happened as a nurse removes his bandages. So his story pretty much lines up with hers. He never saw Edward either, Mm -hmm. but he kind of plays it off as, like, everything happened so fast. Like, maybe I just didn't notice him. Yeah. Which I think is what Edward is hoping comes from everyone. Yeah. 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 Um, so this just kind of confirms Bella's suspicions and that her argument might actually hold up with him. Um, and then we, we find out that Bella's just fine. She got a little bump on her head. Um, Tyler definitely took the brunt of the accident. Yeah, he's like wrecked. Yeah, he's not, he's not in good shape. Yeah, like they're removing his bandages <clears throat> to put on fresh, fresh ones bandages. because they're yeah. just like soaked. So much blood. Honestly, I'm shocked he's, like, even up and, like, cognitive enough to, like, apologize. Yeah. Which also, you'll probably touch on this, but the fact that he's soaked in his own blood and Edward comes in and, like, casually sits on his bed and is like, hi, you guys doing okay? Like, oh, damn. Oh, no, I didn't think about that. I know it's one thing for Carlisle because he works around it all the time. Because he did it on purpose. But Edward skips the blood DNA class or whatever the fuck they do. Yeah. Because he can't be around. Because he can't be around blood, all the blood. Like pinprick of blood. Yeah, but he can be sitting next to Tyler on the be- on Tyler's ER bed. Maybe in- certain maybe blood like- is more attractive. Than well, I know that Bella's is more attractive. Like is more attractive, more attractive yeah. to him. But I mean, maybe it's maybe like, like the bandages like staunching the smell. Like, that's what a I was blood. Say. <laughs> <laughs> I have a preference. What's your blood type? Do you know? Oh, negative. Oh, I'm O positive. I have no idea. Really? I, no. You strike me as a B girl. <laughs> You. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I just feel like you would have like a quirky blood type. Thanks. <laughs> okay, sorry. I was like, I can't be like an A. You sure you could be an A? You're a B girl. That's not a bad. It's not a bad thing at all. Just, okay, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but I was gonna say like I think like maybe just because it's like old quote 
blood on his bandages. It's not like freshly like seeping out of his mm-hmm. face. Or yeah. or we know that he just went to Alaska to feed, so maybe so he's, he's like, like good for a little before yeah. it yeah, maybe. gets really intense, like the hunger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like he's as like lacking in control as Jasper. Like I don't think Jasper could have been in that room. No, no. not at all. No, not at all. But also, like, I'll make this. No, I'll. Well, no, okay. At, okay, when they're at the <laughs> ballet studio at the end of the book, and Bella's bleeding, and like she's ble- bleeding profusely, and Jasper's just like with Emmett, burning James's body, like whatever, yeah, think- and like and like everybody else is fine. Yeah, no, but, but I, th- I think that's because. They're, like, occupied doing something else that's, like, wild and important. Because even when, at least in the movie, um, Alice is over there and she's like, she's like, this is is too much. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, all right, go join your brothers in the fire dance. Yeah. The fire dance. So I feel like if they have, like, other things kind of, like, occupying them. Yeah, maybe it's not, like, yeah. Yeah. But this does kind of put a loophole in him not going to class for the pinprick yeah. of blood. Yeah, and him, like, not being able to be, like, a rat, like, yeah. Again, oh. What? Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God, it's not because. Of, what? It's not because he can't be around the blood. It's because he doesn't have blood to pinprick himself. Oh. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. I always thought it was about the student's blood. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's a good one. Huh. Wow. Huh. Who knew? <laughs> Not me. Probably everyone listening to this is like, duh. <laughs> Everyone's right. like, you guys are fucking stupid. Move well, on. <laughs> I wish we filmed Kayla in that moment and posted that because that was incredible. <laughs> I know. It just like, it all hit me so fast. Kind of like that van. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I love when we have realizations. Yeah. 2022 is the year of realizing things. So it turns out Bella is just fine. She just needs to speak with a doctor before she can leave. Tyler can't stop apologizing. And Edward comes into the room, smirk across his face. So smug. Mm. So fucking smug. Tyler's ways. Tyler is like, I'm so sorry. I almost <laughs> killed my two classmates. And Edward's like, it's fine. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding like, me? I feel like uh, you can't kill me. He's like, ha you almost died because you're a measly human and I'm a stony vampire. I, I feel <laughs> like off. his smirk is more like at Bella knowing she's fine, but he's like, ha you had to take a stretcher. <laughs> yeah. I know, which just leads me back to my original point. Who the fuck let this kid ride in the front of the ambulance? <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. I mean, according bullshit, to Edward, bullshit, it's bullshit. who you know. Well, yeah, according. It's not what you know. It's not what you know. It's who you know. Okay. Whatever. Move on. <laughs> so Tyler tries to apologize to Edward, but he puts his hand up dismissively. That's so rude. <laughs> just like, what the fuck? But I do like this. So, so this is confirmed. The Cullens are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> like low-key yeah. Yes. No, I actually think it's maybe just Rosalie and Edward. I'm here for Rosalie being an asshole, but I'm kind of yeah. like, Edward, Why you're, is Edward you're being a, a dick white right now? man. I, that's not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, like in my head, I want to say he's just being like, chill. He's like, no, man, like it's cool. But yeah. really, like, no, the way I think I it's see like, it, like, shut mm. the fuck up. <laughs> I know. It like, is. Like, pro- don't talk. <laughs> the way that Stephanie Mayer probably meant it was like, no, no. Like, I had like, oh, buddy, like, don't even. But the way that she writes it, she he dismisses the apology with a hand up, like, so rude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, like, what he says does kind of come off as like, oh, no, like, it's 
don't worry about it, buddy. Like, it's cool because he says, no blood, no foul. I'm like, well, uh-huh. well you can't bleed. You can't bleed. So I <laughs> guess it's cool. We're cool uh, here. We're cool. So well, like, drink I'm if you drink want. <laughs> so uh, Bella lets him know, like she has already let everybody else know that she's just fine. But she asks why he's not strapped to a gurney like the rest of them. And by the rest of them, it's literally only two of them. So again, <laughs> chill. <laughs> and he says, it's all about who you know. But don't worry, I've come to spring you. Drum roll, please. Because... <laughs> oh, I don't what you guys were going to do there with the mics. <laughs> I'm ready. In walks the doctor. Hey! Young. Ooh! Blonde. Ow! And more handsome than any <laughs> But not without looking tired with those circles under his eyes. <laughs> Carlisle! The man, the myth, the, the, man the, legend. Legend. the zaddy. The zaddy of the series. Yeah. So is, is Charlie a daddy and... Uh, sorry, not Charlie. Yeah, yeah, Charlie's, Charlie's a, daddy a daddy and, and Carlisle's a zaddy. zaddy. <laughs> Do you want to know why? Because Carlisle is 26 or 24 he's been he's 23 oh sorry because carlisle's 23 23. and so he's a zaddy which is just supposed to be like a sexier version of a daddy but because he has quote-unquote foster kids that's why he gets that even term at all charlie is a daddy because he Mm -hmm. is actually a father and is in his like 40s (laughs) gotcha (laughs) now that we've clarified (laughs) the difference between daddy and zaddy in our world love it so they look over her x-rays together. He gives her noggin a little light prodding. Ooh. She's just got some Can bruising. Can prod my noggin. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little tender, but he says she can go home with Charlie, but she wants to go back to school to avoid Charlie's attentiveness at home. That's like, I'm sorry. Why would you want to go back to school where everybody just almost watched you die? Yeah. When everyone, everyone's going to be like looking at you like worse than the first day. Well, that's Which mean, also like, doesn't make any sense because, make any sense. especially like later on when Dr. Cullen's like, you can go. She's like, Everyone here, and he's like, "Yeah." And she's like, well, no, she's like, "I want to go back to school," and he's like, "Well, the whole school is here, so yeah. you might as well go home." And yeah. she's like, "Wait." He says, "Like, pretty much everyone's in the waiting room," and she's like, "Fuck!" But it's like you just wanted to go see all those same people in school, in school, because you don't want to go home to, to Charlie, Charlie and his attentiveness. However, an hour school, ago, you were like, "Oh my god, I'm all choked up because Charlie put chains on my tires." Yeah, like, and also, the if fuck? she went to, if she went home. With Charlie, it would only be one person, like, fussing Plus, over her. If I she went to like school, it would be all 375 yeah. of them. Yeah. And that's just the student body, mm-hmm. not I including the like, teacher. I, I feel easily... like, though, Charlie would, like, fuss over her, but then, like, once she's, like, once yeah. Charlie, like, whatever, gets her food, she goes yeah. to He'd be like, he'd be like, all right, Bell. Will you just food, let me know if you need to anything? Bed. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. A, and then I feel like he would just leave. leave I feel it like at she home. would be like, Dad, like, I'm fine. Like, I just want to go to bed or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. he would leave her alone. Yeah, yeah. And if anything, he might like open her door and look at her to make sure she's like asleep or like okay. Or like, alive. Or yeah. Like, yeah. Or like alive. Not concussed. Yeah. Not a vampire yet. Right. <laughs> yeah, so that part didn't really make sense to me, but whatever. Bella doesn't make much sense. She is a so. walking contradiction. And on one hand, that makes her an interesting character. Yeah, it does. It does. But it's also really frustrating. Like sometimes right. I'm reading and I'm like, Bella, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, like a I line ago. Yeah. I can't tell if it's like truly in her character to be like so back and forth or if Stephanie was just like, I don't really know what the fuck I'm writing and I don't know my own character. Well, mm-hmm. she did write her book in three months. So. Yes. Yeah. 
as much as I want to like give her credit, I also don't want to give her any credit at all. I mean, like, yeah, no, I'm down to give credit where it's due, but like, I genuinely like in Bella's character don't know if this is Bella's character to be so back and indecisive, forth yeah. and like hypocritical and indecisive, or if it's just like Stephanie being confused half the time. She's Honestly, writing. though, yeah. I feel like it might be Stephanie because Bella seems very definite in like certain decisions, yeah. which would piggyback off of her indecisive for example like she knows she wants to be a vampire like yeah. she's like i'm i'm in it like right this is what we're doing like in certain like life dis- like major decisions she's very decisive so yeah. i don't know maybe it is stephanie cuz these are like little minutia like mm-hmm. things that happen mm-hmm. so maybe it is just yeah, the I mean, way for it was this written difference to happen in over an hour where she's like oh my god i'm choked up like i've never i'm not used to being taken care of and she's like i don't want charlie taking care of me yeah it's like what? you literally the reason you were so distracted and like went even back to your car to be in the line of 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 the path of destruction of the van is because you were so like touched by yeah. the fact yeah. that somebody is taking care of you instead of you taking care of everyone and now you're like <gasps> and you don't want the attention of one person yeah. but you want the attention of, of 300, 300 classmates. Yeah, weird. It's all Stephanie. She's wrong forever. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess Dr. Cullen's like, "Yeah, you can you're good. You can go home." And uh, I just think, I think it was just funny because when she like tries to, get, I can like picture this in my head when she's like trying to get up and she like stumbles. She's like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> oh my I'm God, good. I know. And I guess that's a drinking moment because I don't know if, I mean, I don't know. That's a drinking moment. She does say that she, it's she like She stumbled, but yeah. she's fucked up. Like, <laughs> I know, but she does, she's like, well, my head hurts, but I, this is just like me. Yeah. She's like, I don't need to explain to him that like I'm just clumsy all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And like Dr. Cullen's like all concerned looking at her because... Einstein, nothing's wrong with her, but she's like stumbling. It's probably like, the fuck is probably like, in all my medical years, I've never, if somebody doesn't have a concussion, why is she stumbling? (laughs) Um, But then Dr. Cullen's like, sounds like you were extremely lucky. And Bella responds, lucky that Edward was standing next to her. And in my head, I'm just like, "Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm. But he wasn't standing next to her. And Mm -hmm. fucking Dr. Cullen knows. Yeah. Carlisle Mm -hmm. is like, do you think, wait, okay, do you think that when Edward gets to the hospital and he goes immediately to Carlisle and it's oh, like, I'm sure. buddy, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, I yeah. fucked up Absolutely. a little. I feel like and Edward whatever tells, I say, you that's what, He doesn't with. even wait for them to unload Bella from the ambulance. He's like, uh, be inside. Yeah, <laughs> right, no, and he I, has to go there. And, I feel like Edward confi- confides everything yeah. to Carlisle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I kind of feel like Carlisle and Edward are actually, like, best friends. Mm-hmm. And not, like, I know that Edward, like, looks up to Carlisle for, like, the whole family, like, really does see Carlisle as a father figure. But I yeah. really also just think that Edward and Carlisle are best friends. Well, well they were the first two. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to yeah. say. They were yeah. the first two, so they are, they've been in it the longest together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which also, never mind. Go ahead. Okay. No, uh. Well, I, I don't have. <laughs> She's like everyone. I'm like, yeah. And you're like, actually. Well, I was going like, to. I just move I don't on have to the next my point of view. little like timeline up, but I was going to ask if he turned Edward first and then was like, did Rosalie come before Esme or did he find Esme for himself and then was like, well, Edward needs somebody too. I think. I have it. I just finds Esme. Also, Rosalie is is he the one that's like put in charge of turning everyone because he has the most like self control. control. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, He turns Edward first, but he didn't. He he didn't. Then it's Esme. He didn't turn 
Jasper? No. Did no. He turn no. the Maria, rest of them though. Maria turns Maria Jasper, Jasper in the war. Oh right, right. He. He's I don't even think one. he turns. He and Alice are the, are the only, only ones two who are not. that aren't turned from from they're, Carlisle. They're, yeah, but I don't know how Alice finds them. Yeah, how do they do you, cross do you know? paths? Um, Have you looked at the? Uh, no, I know she like knows they exist. I think like she has the same like premonition of Jasper, but also the Cullens. But mm. she needs to find Jasper first because and she sees the two the... of them with the Cullens. I see. And they go to find the Cullens together. together. I feel like that sounds right. Yeah. Sounds it's familiar. like something along those lines. Yeah. I'm not going to look it up because we'll get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then so Bella's like, Edward, can I talk to you, my guy? Because you got some explaining to well, do. a point in the book is that she goes, the doctor is fucking in on it. I mean, she doesn't say it's the F word, but she, she picks up on yeah. the fact that like Carlisle is like, he's in on it. Yeah. Yep. Good, good, so good that my son Edward was there. Bye. Yeah. Gonna <laughs> shuffle these papers and go uh, check on Tyler real quick. And you would also think he's been lying for so long. Why is he not more smooth about it? That's the fact yeah. that Bella picks up. I feel like he's not like lying, lying. Like I feel like he's like, ah, we're kind of fucked regardless. Like this girl already knows. Like something. she's gonna so know. He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my god! Wait, my watch just like tickled me and it's been recording my what we're saying <laughs> cute now we have a double recording <laughs> and literally the transcript is but like carlisle is like yep good good so good that my son edward was there by you we're also think he's been lying for so long why is he not more smooth about it bella picks up i'll feel like he's not like and then my watch goes i do not understand <laughs> catch up siri come on yeah come on girl um, but then Edward said that his father was waiting for him when Bella asked to talk to him. Mm-hmm. So clearly he was avoiding everything. Yeah. Like always. he doesn't know what he's going to say. Like, obviously he knows he has to lie, mm-hmm. but I think like he, he knows that she's not going to let it go, especially right. like, uh, when they were in bio class and she just straight up was like, are your eyes different? He was like, no. And she was like, mm. yeah. <laughs> He was like, no. And she was like, okay, well, I think. And he was like, no. Yeah. Or um, I feel like there's another moment where, oh, right when she first was like, how did this happen? And he was like, oh, you hit your hand. And she was like, no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Literally, yeah, yeah. no and clenches her jaw. She's like, fuck with me. Yeah, I know. Literally. Yeah. You would die on this hill. Literally. And then Edward kind of like snaps at her and he's like, what do you want? Like, what? Like, why are you asking me this? And and Bella was like intimidated because he was so unfriendly. Yeah, that it's that hostility that really gets yeah. her. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like, like I don't know if the movie just portrays him a different way, but I would never like picture him being snippy with her. Or, like, yeah, unfriendly. I think I think the movie pictures him as more like calm, cool, and collected than he is actually written because like but he he's still so has frustrated. The same, yeah, like snippy attitude it's just like not like aggressive yeah it's very toned down but he's like what's the matter like yeah can't you just say thank you yeah Yeah. but she's not as pissed in the movie as she is in this moment she Mm -hmm. is so like scared about his hostility but she's still like you know what fuck you you owe me an explanation like you have to tell me yeah because i'm not a moron and you're treating me like one and that's not fucking cool so what the fuck is up yeah 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 I mean, again, like, and then Bella responds, like, you owe me an explanation, yeah. like you said. And Edward's like, I just saved your life, girl. I don't owe you nothing. Which, I mean, like, he's, uh, he's not, not wrong. wrong. <laughs> he's, not, he's not wrong. He's like, I don't owe you well, anything. Well, but he thinks that's going to be the end of it. 
And he is wrong. <laughs> well, I hope he's ready for disappointment. <laughs> I will. I hope you're ready for dis- a lifetime, a lifetime of disappointment. <laughs> you know, now that I'm thinking about it, this whole timeline that we talked about of them meeting, mm-hmm. like, yeah, they met, but when did they start dating? They only. They. Like, I think it's like maybe they meet. They meet, and then I think they're pro- so they meet in January. I think that they're probably dating by like Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. <laughs> like actually, I feel like that's when they. So they've only really been they together go on eleven that science months. Then. Trip. They like because yeah. so they meet. He leaves for a week. Like he misses like five days, four days of school. Yeah. And then this happens the next week, and then I'm thinking like a couple a couple weeks go by, and then they're dating. They go to the science trip, yeah. unless that's just like a movie thing. <laughs> and then know. they <laughs> that weekend, like right after that, they're dating. Yeah. Because she goes, she goes prom shopping. Oh. And if you think prom is in, like, May. Yeah. Right? Yeah, February, March. So I probably started dating in, like, February. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, so they're both growing really impatient with each other. And Bella, I I feel like part of, I could, I mean, I could see Bella's side. She's like, I saw this. She feels like she's getting gaslighted. Yeah. She's like, I know this happened. (laughs) Like, Like, I feel like it's kind of a moment where... You just get so confused because you're like, no, I know what I saw, but someone is telling you that's not what happened. Yeah. And she's, like, probably thinking she's going crazy. Yeah, that's literally the definition of getting gaslit. She And she knows it. She knows it's happening, but she's not letting it happen. That's like, yeah. But Be- Bella's basically like, I'm not crazy. Like, you're just lying. Which yeah. I guess she's very firm in that. Yeah. But I could, like, I feel like on the inside she's probably like, what the fuck? Like, what? Are, like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, I don't know why it doesn't trigger in her own brain that she just went through something traumatic and maybe it didn't happen the w- exact way that she saw it, even though it did. But like, yeah, I think just because she's all like was already suspicious of him to begin with. Yeah, yeah. I think if she wasn't suspicious of him at all, she would she would have accepted what he said, yeah. mm-hmm. which is I think what he was banking on. Right. But I don't think he even knew the level of extent to her suspicions. Yeah. Also, I don't know what timeline you guys settled on. I was trying to look up like when they started dating. Mm-hmm. What did you say? We said probably around like Valentine's Day-ish. So there's not like a set date on it, but like second week of March, they go to the meadow together and like he's oh. gone hunting with like Alice so that mm-hmm. they can have, I guess, like their weekend together and she can go to his family's house and all that. So I feel like it's like maybe so like, it's like late February and early March that they like really start hanging out. Okay, so that even means that their, their marriage their timeline is, is way shorter, shorter than, we than think. a year. Yeah. Huh. He Ooh. spends the night in her room without her being aware of it on yeah, March she's, 2nd. She's asleep, <laughs> yeah. Which is after, I think, the uh, science trip, that they, the field trip. He sits but that's before they started dating. Yeah. So they must have started dating in March then. Yeah. I think the, I think the meadow is like their first date because then they go to the house, right? Isn't that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she sits with him, like, at lunch, March 3rd. Yeah. Okay. So they don't even start fucking seeing each other, like, romantically until March. Yeah. So, like, yeah. what was that, 10 months then? Yeah. Ugh. That's, they, yes, they get married after, after 10, 10 months, months of, of being together. In high school. Yeah. That's the most insane thing ever. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> So I guess to turn it around, Edward asks Bella what she thinks she saw, which I think is amazing manipulation on Edward's Wait, part. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 
like I feel like if you don't want to explain something, the best way to avoid that is to turn it around and be like, okay, what do you think that you saw? Well, yeah, because yeah. then you can play off of like what, what they already think. Yeah. yeah. And she explains how. Pro Edward- tip: If anyone asks you that, do not fucking answer. <laughs> 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 if you were in an argument and someone says that to you, you say absolutely, absolutely fucking not. not. I'm not answering like, that. Tell me what you think. I think. Yeah. <laughs> or, it's like, or, or it's like no. It's like I know you're you are, but what am I? You're manipulating me. You tell me, motherfucker. Yeah. But then she explains how Edward wasn't near her at all when this car crash was about to happen. Mm-hmm. And that Edward's left hand dents in the side of the car, so he must have put his arm up to stop it. Mm-hmm. And then she also notices how, like, somehow Edward, like, lifted the car up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bella, like, starts to cry. What else is new? She's getting, like, mo- she's getting, she's like, getting frustrated. She's getting very frustrated. She's angry crying. Yeah. yeah. Nothing worse. And Edward just gives her, like, bug eyes and is like, you think I lifted a van off of you? Like, are you crazy? <laughs> and then they, like, don't they just have this, like, crazy stare down? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In, like, silence. And then he's like, you know, if you tell people that, nobody will believe you. And I was like, I find that interesting because technically he's not denying that that's what yeah. happened. He's run out of, like. He's just, like, he's not, like, no, like, that's not what happened. He's like, well, if you tell anyone that's what you think you happened, no one's going to believe it. So yeah. you just don't even try. Yeah. Another a ma- manipulation, another red flag. Like, yeah. come on. I think yeah. he's hoping that, like, by saying that, like, everybody else is also going to think you're crazy. Yeah. So yeah. maybe keep that to yourself. Which also, like, he likes this girl. Why do he make her feel so stupid? Yeah. Boys, they're the same from the 1700s. Well, maybe, it, maybe the same he knows. in the 21st century. <laughs> Maybe he kind of has an inkling that she... died in 1918. No, the 1700s, the Spanish flu. No, he dies in 1918? Isn't that the 17th century? 1918 is the 20th century. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, it's the 20th century. Oh, yeah, 1918. No, he's not dead in 1918. Yes, he is. I'm like, the 1700s, I thought, is when he died. No, he dies in 1918. Is he born in the 17th? Wait, so then, when did Jesper die? Jesper. Sorry. From Jasper. Jasper is 1863. So That's Jasper was Carlisle is 1663. Everybody else is the 1900s. So Carlisle. I know is the Rosalie oldest, was because I remember her whole like 20s vibe. Had a 20s vibe. Rosalie. Mm-hmm. 1933. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was like around there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, boys from every century are the same. Is my point. <laughs> 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 um, or he says everybody is gonna think you're crazy yeah and Edward's like you just need to get over it and Bella's like no and he's like why and she's like well I don't like to lie to people and it's like yeah yet lies throughout the entire well she says she series, doesn't like which to lie to people about unless before. there's a good reason for it so she so that's why he has to tell her there better be a good reason why she's lying for him that's what she says in the book. Yeah, because she's not mm-hmm. even lying for herself at this point. She knows she's, like, covering something up for him, but she's like, what? Yeah, she's yeah. like, I deserve to know, so you better tell me. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. This is, like, um, kind of random, but I'm going to interrupt you. Go ahead. In their, like, little stare down or whatever, she refers to him, it's like staring down a destroying angel. Wait, did that, what? Did that mean anything to you guys? A I must have completely, angel? like... Skipped over that what? in my brain. Yeah, she said it, it's like having a stare down with a destroying angel, and I was like, "What the what the fuck, fuck does, does that, that mean? mean?" Hold on, wait. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look at <laughs> I mean, this. I didn't make it up. Obviously, I don't I, believe I, that I you made it up. What it but meant. 
I feel like I have to read this I with my own eyes. That completely time. must have went over my head because I took no. I notes just thought on it that. was like so bizarre, and especially that like from bizarre. Bella. I was like, what the fuck? But then I know Stephanie is like very biblical. It's also ironic and- because. I feel like angels are probably seen as the opposite of a vampire. Well, let me let. I'm, I'm oh, tell there's you. a whole like I'm tell explanation. You what it means? Okay. Once Marissa is convinced that, that it's it really happened. <laughs> Wait, no, I don't not believe that it's really a line, but I just wanted to like read it with my own eyes just to see like what the fuck that's supposed to mean. Yeah. Okay, wait. I think I'm just like very tuned into like her drawing in all of these like biblical references from yeah. like her putting a. Genesis little quote in the very yeah. first page. Yeah. Okay. I was in danger of being distracted by his livid, glorious face. Here it comes. It was like trying to stare down a destroying angel. What that is that? What is that? I got to Google that. Okay. Well, I already did. Oh, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing that comes up, first of all. I hope it's Twilight. It's not. Fuck. It's a fucking mushroom. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm gonna find oh, somebody send it's me a deadly poisonous mushroom. Like it'll literally kill you. I think it said in like that's the, the name hours. of the mushroom. Mm-hmm. A destroying angel is the kind of mushroom. It's like this white yeah. mushroom. Okay. It does not look angelic. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> but like first, it just like makes you ill. But then it like shuts down your like kidneys and shit, and you nice. just die. Well, it is pretty. It is pretty, yeah. But it like, looks like something out of like Atlas in Wonderland or like Fantasia. Wait, what which is it means called you again? A, de- what is a it? destroying angel. Like here, I, here, I literally I show typed you. in destroying angel and it came up with mushrooms. Here. <laughs> you think that looks pretty? Kind of, yeah. It looks like like it's mythical. Just like a, a nice white like a pretty mushroom. Yeah. So right. a skeleton penis. So, oh. <laughs> look at this one. I mean, come on. <laughs> Oh my god, that that's the actual definition of a mushroom head for a penis. Everybody look up destroying angel mushrooms. No, just Google mushroom head penis. I mean, this is like this is like a micro penis with like two balls. Oh, <laughs> oh, my, god. oh my god, it really is. Google, what a wonderful place. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. So once I realized like the first hit was fucking mushrooms, I was yeah. like, like okay destroying angel like biblical references okay and so in religion <laughs> it's like angels there's two there's two definitions for them they're okay. angels sent to kill enemies of hebrews mm-hmm. or they're angels of punishment and destruction sent to tempt then accuse and finally punish and torment wicked humans and fallen angels okay so she's a wicked human is how she's well i don't herself? i don't know necessarily like that part but like him being like a vampire, where they like tempt humans and like draw them and in, alluring, yeah. and at least in Edward's case, like he was always going after like horrible humans who have mm-hmm. done horrible things, mm-hmm. and he like tempts them in, draws them in, and then judges them, accuses them of whatever like crimes they've committed, and then he kills, kills them. them. Yeah, this sounds like Jigsaw a little bit. Yeah. Oh, like Saw, like <laughs> yeah. the movie Saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. how he. Like kills essentially kills people who have done something wrong, yeah. or like Dexter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought like that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know if she like really does these things on purpose, purpose or if I'm or... giving her more credit than she deserves, or I... if I'm giving her the credit she deserves. I, I don't, don't know, know, but this is a Google image that I pulled up while you were is speaking it about it. That it mushroom? does. Yes, it is like <laughs> the image of a. Dis- it's just like a charcoal drawing of like a destroying angel, but it does like that is menacing. Like yeah. I could see like. 
But it's also such a weird reference to make. Yeah. Like, I, like and it, I don't know. It, I can't. I, I can't tell. It, like, sounds like a good thing, but also, like, a bad thing. Like, it sounds protective in maybe, one case. Like, maybe it's kind enemies. of, like, you know, an angel's supposed to be pretty and pure. And I actually heard the opposite, that angels are supposed to be so scary. Really? Yeah. Well, I've heard, I mean, obviously When I've I think of both, an angel, I think of, like, you think of, like, a something good. Beauty, I associate like it whatever. with a positive thing. But I have heard, I mean, I, like, my, I grew up, like, in the Catholic Church, and, like, mm-hmm. you do hear that, like, obviously, like, angels are glorious. They're, like, you know, so hard to look at because they're so stunning, like, whatever. But then I have also heard on the same, like, the opposite side of that coin that they are, like, terrifying to, like, have in front of you, like, so... Did you guys like physically or physically like, physically like scary like to appearance. look at because yeah because they're not necessary they're not humanoid mm-hmm. I mean maybe you know they have two arms two legs like whatever but they're not facially human like it's just like something really scary did you guys um picturing that dinosaur from like Jurassic Park that spits ink and it's like <laughs> <laughs> did you guys watch um Midnight Mass on yes, Netflix I did. oh that angel well, that um, angel ate people, I know though. you didn't watch it Kayla so I'll I'm I gonna watch pull anything up. Ever, I did so. that angel is I'm gonna show you as fuck is but, what they made that <clears throat> angel look like is like part of the lore of like why they're so fucking scary well but an angel in Midnight Mass also eats people well yeah like it's like a vampire yeah. Bum, bum, bum. It's like a vampire so angel. I feel like this, she, like, knew what she was doing with this reference a little bit. Maybe. Um, I feel this, like that's so fucking random. Shout out, like, Riley. That's, like, the angel in Midnight Mass, and it's just, like, Spooky. kind of, like, it's, like, a, it's, it's not human. It's, like, so scary. Yeah. Shout out, Riley from Midnight Mass, who also plays Matt Saracen in Friday Night Lights, and mm. I think he's hot. Thank Carry you on. for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're listening, I don't know your real name, but. He's married. He, yeah, he is. Um, He's hot, though, in my opinion. Actually, you know who's fucking hot? The mm. sheriff. Oh. In which In one? Midnight Mass. He's that hot uh, Indian man, but we'll move on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a good-looking dude. He is fucking hot. But anyway, that's uh, not the Back point. to the, Twilight. The point is, Destroying Angel could really either be, like, scary or, like, what? You know? Uh, yeah well i mean in, in terms of edward the way i was like picturing it is like uh, an angel someone pure and which which i feel like edward is kind of pure like yeah yeah he, he is he is pure he's traditional I mean, he will not have sex with bella before they get married right he's for their soul her soul right but on the other hand like the devilish look i could see him like have yeah. this look to him yeah. even though on the inside he's yeah I he's mean, a good he, bo- he's a good guy he's a he at the core of who he is as a vampire is a predator Right. So, yeah. you know, th- yeah, vampire is meant to lure you in and draw you in and, and What's you're like attracted and, the... then, and then you get that predator look and mm-hmm. you go really quickly from being well, yeah. beautiful to being menacing. Because he yeah. uses that when he, like, saves her. From she... those guys. Yeah. In, yeah. yeah. In Port Angeles or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But um, what what is the English term for, like, when you put two words together that are the opposite? Isn't there, like, a term for it? Um, I don't know if like oxymoron is the right word. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, the yeah. right word? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So is this an oxymoron? I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, it is an oxymoron because it's a figure of speech in which apparently contradictory terms appear in conjunction with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you like don't typically assume like angel as like a destroyer, but there's also like the angel of death and yeah. yeah. 
whatnot. So I feel like it fits, and I definitely feel like at least that last description like kind of fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or even Vampires, too, there's like angels of death, like yeah, nurses or doctors who kill patients who want to die. Have you ever heard of that? Oh no, I haven't heard. I haven't heard uh, that term associated with like physicians who give um, physician like assisted, uh, suicide. assisted suicide. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, um, it was like a weird. It's like if you don't know what to look for in that description, it's like why is she fucking talking about? That's well, no, that's it why it like, completely yeah. went over my head when I read it. I, yeah, I didn't even remember it because I just it meant nothing to me at the time. Well, you know, that's why there's three of us, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, but anyway, so Bella gets up and she leaves and she just describes the waiting room as being very unpleasant. Um, it seems like everyone in Forks was there, which I'm not surprised which everyone Carlisle in Forks warned was her. there. Carlisle did warn her. I'm also just not surprised. I mean, everyone just witnessed this terrible thing. And I'm sure things like that don't happen that often in Forks. Yeah. It's like a small town. Like, something tragic happens, everyone's going to know. And everyone's gonna. Do you think even the teachers went? Because like obviously there's no students. Well, in their didn't class Mr. Now, Varner? So. Yeah, Mr. Varner and Coach Clapp. Yeah, they lifted the well, van. No, off. I know, but I'm talking about like maybe everybody else. Like, oh. no students are showing up because they're all at the hospital. So you might as well go join them. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's mm-hmm. true. But the second she gets out, Charlie rushes to her side like a little cutie dad that he is. Um, and Bella's like, "Listen, nothing's wrong." Like. Don't worry, nothing's wrong. And Charlie puts one arm behind her back, not quite touching her. And when like I read a this, yeah, when I read this, I was like, this makes me feel some type of way, but I don't know what. Like, how do like I don't under like I don't know if I, I have a good feeling. Like guiding her, out, trying to guide her, but doesn't her. want to touch her outside of like what she allowed. Like they're not close, so yeah. like he's not going to immediately give her all of this like physical affection as her father when that's not part But of even just touching her back to like escort her outside to avoid yeah, all this attention. Just, she's also just been in a traumatic accident. Like I think he feels like, "Oh, I don't want to like touch her and spook her. Or I don't want to like touch her and like what if she's in pain?" Like and also yeah. he is like not outward like emotional and like physical affection I would yeah. imagine. So he's probably like like I'm just trying to. Girl. I'm just trying yeah. to picture this. Like his arm is just hovering. Like yeah, you've never seen. Okay, yeah, no, have you ever I, been yeah. like ushered into a room by a stranger you don't know, or like they're on like like a maitre d or like a whatever, or, like at a wedding, and they're like, oh, your seats are this way, and they kind of like they're like, oh, like this, and they're leading you yeah. this way and like pushing you. Not I pushing guess you, maybe but, I like, just thought of, I I just pictured Charlie just like. <laughs> no, I can imagine he has like one hand like kind of like. Out a little bit. Yeah, I imagine he's, he's like, like pushing the crowd like police yeah. man, but maybe has her like in this crook and it's yeah. not quite touching her, but it's like yeah, guiding okay. her. That makes sense. In, like a little, I little just, bubble. Mm-hmm. I, I, Half bubble. I guess I overthought that a little bit. <laughs> it's okay because point. I overthought the entire car scene, so <laughs> <laughs> we've all got one, huh? Yeah. Um, and then Bella like hops in the cruiser and she says that this is the first time she had ever felt relieved to be in the cruiser, which I find... Kind of interesting. Well, it's because that embarrasses her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, like, it again, goes back to the point of her not wanting to go home, but, like, wanting to go to school. Yeah, I don't really yeah. know what's, like, relieving about, like, this particular, particular moment where yeah. she's in the cruiser, especially when she, she doesn't un- want Charlie's attention, but I think she underestimates being in the cruiser how embarrassing is it is to be in front of every everybody. single fucking person I think it person was more of, like, school. a relief to get away, away from, from the crowd. Yeah. yeah. 
not necessarily anything to do with the cruiser, but like just to get the hell yeah. out, hell out, out of the there. Room. Yeah, I think she. Yeah, I, I, I think she underestimated when she's like, I, "Can I go back to school?" And she's like, "It's gonna be fine." And then I think she hits that like crowd, and she's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think she underestimates that, and then the second she can get away from that, she's much happier. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, of course, Bella's thinking about Edward. And how defensive he was. And she was like, you know what? He was so defensive. That is proof that what I saw, like, happened. Like, the bizarre things I saw must have happened because why would he be so defensive about it? Yeah, that's going to make it? you dig in. They always say the more defensive, you, like, you are about mm-hmm. something means it, it's proof that you're lying. So. I actually, I took this class in college. But how are you supposed to defend yourself if you're telling the truth? Well, that's the th- You know what's that's interesting? That's why you hire a lawyer. <laughs> I think it's interesting because, so, okay. I took this class in college called Fraud Examination. Mm-hmm. It was accounting related, but fraud examiners still need to kind of get a sense of how to read people. Mm-hmm. So I was talking about like when you're interviewing someone, like what are things that you look for to kind of tell if you're lying? So mm-hmm. if people are really defensive, you're probably lying. If people say honestly too many times, you're probably lying. Like it's just oh, all these, because you're trying to come off. As yeah, be as being honest. You're which, putting it in every time I oh, after I learned that every time I say honestly, I I'm say like, honestly all the time. So do I, and I'm being honest. Which so I was like, usually I'm like, like exaggerating. See, that's like one of my, <laughs> that's like one of my biggest fears is like being arrested. Not that I think that that's ever gonna happen. Knock on wood, but and just them not believing me, even though I'm like straight up telling the truth. You know, and I'm just, I don't know. Anyway, but I just <laughs> think it's interesting how to build up your character to your witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> um. But, I mean, I think Bella's definitely onto something here because that's usually a sign of lying is being very defensive. Yeah. Um, And Charlie, so Charlie's sitting in the car and he's like, yeah, by the way, kind of told Renee about what happened. And Bella's like, are you kidding me? She loses her shit. Yeah. Anytime her parents talk, she's like, what the fuck? Which, like. But like, why? What why world are you get, living in where your parents are talking? Also, like, talking? why would you expect Charlie to yeah. not tell Renee that you were in a tragic yeah. accident? Because Charlie right. also doesn't know the extent of that. So, yeah. like, he probably heard this information. Someone was like, you know, Chief Swan, your daughter's been in an accident. He's gonna call Renee on the way to the accident and then like, Bill's been in a car accident. Like, I'll let you know as soon as I know. Like, here, I feel like that could have been like. Maybe wait until you have all the information well, and yeah. then give her a call. But, but we're also not parents and we don't know what we would do in that situation. Yeah. yeah. But I I don't know. I, I Like, I, I, if I was Charlie and if I was Bella, I would have expected him to call Renee. Yeah. Like, but like, I just would have. She's her mom. I just would have been like, well, maybe you called her in the first place. So I'm going to go take a fucking nap and you tell her I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. Like, but again, we also, I feel like Renee would not be cool with that. And Charlie yeah. would just have to come get her anyway. So. Yeah. But whatever, Bella goes home and calls Renee, and and Renee begs for Bella to come back home, like to Phoenix. Mm. And Bella's like, "No, no, no, I'm good. Like, don't worry, we're good." Mm-hmm. May or may not have something to do with Mr. Colin. It's because she's fallen into Edward's dick mm-hmm. sand. <laughs> she dick sand. dick sand. She is is about to be suffocated by his dick sand. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bella, like, becomes consumed by the mystery that was Edward Cullen. And she admits that she was actually obsessed with Edward. Um, and that she felt that it was stupid of her to think that. She literally is like, stupid, stupid, stupid Bella. Like, why do you feel this way? But I guess you just can't help it when you're obsessed with someone. You can't. You really can't help yeah. it. You know it's dumb. You want to back away. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't stop. Yeah. You just got to ride it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you 
and that was Miley Cyrus. <laughs> um, but yeah, she just becomes consumed by, like, who is Edward? What's his deal? Why is he nice? Why did he save me? Why is he not nice? Why, like, wh- like it's just so I mean, I, I feel like, I mean, Ed- like that's something. Edward is also giving off very different, yeah, con- very yeah. conflicting vibes. I feel like that vibes. could be easy to get, like, sucked into, like, yeah. I'm, I have whiplash. Yeah. yeah. Like, does he hate me? Does he like me yeah do i stink yeah yeah like (laughs) am i absolutely musty like what's up (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah then um bella gets home calls renee calms her down and um she goes to sleep and the literally the last line of the chapter is i dreamt of edward cullen that night yes she Mm -hmm. did so I'm really excited to learn about what this dream was. Is it a sex dream? Is it? <laughs> it has little Definitely. tuck and tuck. <laughs> oh my god! If, you, it, know, if, you, if know, you know, if you know, what that is. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. The girls that get it get it. The girls that don't don't. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, who knows? Who knows what this dream is about? Maybe we'll find mm-hmm. out in the next episode. Maybe we won't. The only way you'll know is that if you listen to the next chapter with us. Well, you can read it first and then just listen with us. Well, you could, you could, you <laughs> no, could read it. I think it, you should But I also not feel like you should go on the ride. <laughs> yeah. The ride of not knowing what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Like, you know? wait I mean, a week. We do tell it better. So. I do feel like <laughs> I maybe we, we tell, tell it better. <laughs> but yeah, that, that actually is a wrap on this week's episode. Um, and we want to thank everyone for coming with us on this absolute banger of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we will catch you next week, guys. Yes, Bye. See you later. Bye. Poi. Poi. <laughs> <laughs> can do both because the file I was working on just closed. <gasps> that sucks. Well, I'm going to continue talking. So yeah. <laughs> I, I think yeah. that's a sign. We're trying to move on I to some happy things. Pal. Shout out. You know what? I had such a good um, sex ed teacher. I had Mrs. Davis. I just want to shout her out. <laughs> if I wasn't allowed to shout out Teddy, why are you allowed to shout out Mrs. Davis for sex ed? <laughs> All Teddy ever did was sign my lead slip. All right, all right, all right, all right. You're right. Never mind. <laughs> all right, anyway. Wait, I actually also don't think that's her name, so if you keep going. <laughs> He's a pusher. He does. Drug pusher, Katie. <laughs> oh. A lot of uh, big girls on this show. <laughs> Here for it. Me too. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.